Yo, 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 Skirtbag. How's it hanging, brother? Good. I just popped a fresh cold beer in front of the mic right before or right as we started. So hopefully that'll be a. The audience will be. Oh, great vibes on today's episode. I don't know if you heard mine, but I just cracked this bottle. What are you drinking? The top hit the ground. Oh, I'm just regular Bud Light. I have one more Bud Light Orange left from Sunday football, and uh, I was like, eh, I don't want to tease myself with just one Bud Light Orange. You know what I mean? Like, if I want to drink Bud Light Orange, I want at least four or five. He said, if Bud I Light... want to drink Bud Light Orange, who wants to drink Bud Light Orange? Uh, all right. First of all, we're we're listen. That is that that has pissed me off officially. Bud Light Orange is the greatest Bud Light flavor of anything there is. That doesn't it's, make it's it better good. better than Bud Light. Yeah, that I doesn't mean, make yeah, it but, good. Yeah, but for Bud Light lovers, it's, you know, I'm I'm a Bud Light guy. You know me. Uh, Bud Light Orange. Dude, Waldo used to drink Bud Light Orange. Well, I mean, that kid drinks everything, but he used to drink Bud Light Orange. Like, Yeah, not, not good. Uh, no tomorrow, dude. Not good yeah, PR not for Bud Light much. Orange. <laughs> nah. I'm not really helping saying, my case here. Yeah, yeah, since I'm not good evidence for your uh, Bud Light Orange is good case saying that Waldo drinks it. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I'll have to write up, I'll write up a review for next week's episode on Bud Light Orange because there's so many things I could say about it, but I don't want to go on a tangent because I could talk forever. Okay. I'm drinking a pumpkin lager from Lakefront Ooh. Brewery. I don't know where that is, but uh, dude, Probably it's pretty good. Lake. I got a six pack of it the other day. I uh, I went into the liquor store, but it's like a general store, right? And I'm looking for joint papers, and I see Wig's brother in there, and I'm like, "Yo, what's up, dude?" So I start talking to him. Panicked, I bought a Snickers ice cream bar, and I bought joint papers that I thought were too small, but they were just folded funky. And I hate when they fold them like that. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, it's the worst. Why would you ever package your joint papers like that? Why? Yeah, that is pretty whack. You sent me a picture of them, and I was like, "Oh, they're like little tiny nub guys." And yeah, like, and the nope. the fold the fold is like opposite the way that the sticky goes, and you want the fold to go the same direction as the sticky, and they don't, right. and it's just so it's just such a pain to roll. Yeah, anyway, that's just bad design. Yeah, um, but so I go in there, panic, buy those, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm going back in. I'm not I'm not living with these." Um, so I go back in. Grab these pumpkin lagers and some cones, and I was like, "All right, cones will do." But every time I I uh, roll cones, I always they always boat. Cones always boat. Dude, isn't that the worst? Can't win when with you, this like, paper you're, industry. You're like in the store. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, there's got to be some like alternative that scientists create in the near future where we just completely get paper out of our lives. Why are we still cutting down trees to read shit and like do shit with other than like wood? You know what I mean? Why are we still using papers, I guess, my point. Like, there's there's yeah. literally, like, old heads are going to hate this, but there is no need to use paper anymore. No, nah, but at the same time, not everybody has the access to things more expensive than paper. Like, what's the alternative right. to having, like, a notebook and taking notes? You could have, like, an iPad or maybe not something that high budget, but some sort of tablet, right? And you could right. essentially have a notebook in the tablet, and that's how you could take notes and stuff. Right, but think about this, like, if school's going, like, completely no paper, like, buying an iPad, and, or buying, like, one order of, like, say, there's 500 students in a school, so they buy 500 iPads, I'm sure they'll buy more just for, like, backup in case they break, because yeah. they will eventually, but that would save so much money in the long run, instead of just paying for paper year after year after year after year, and you're killing our planet. Well, that's true. 
right? Like you you only yeah. buy one iPad for every seven or eight years of use, you can get out of it, instead of paying yeah. a shit ton of money for paper that's gonna get used once and thrown out, that we just chop down yeah. a tree for. Like there's no need for it anymore. Like I get like maybe like schools that don't have high budgets like that that won't have access to it, but change the law or something. I don't know. Yeah, but you can't just start taxing everybody more, bro. You're getting taxed enough, I think. Yeah, or just be like, all right. Let's but at the just, same time, uh, if you ordered with, if you had like an agreement with whatever comp- technology company, you can have an agreement and say, okay, you know, you're gonna supply this school. Dude, it would be so nice for business, right? Because you get a contract that says you're going to supply this school with enough iPads for every student to have one, and you're also going to do, like, the servicing and the replacement of them. And it's just basically, like, sign, like, a 10-year contract, right? And then you can just allocate, like, one or two million dollars a year just to that. And, like, maybe... um, Dude, it's like a golf course with a golf cart contract. They could get more. Yes. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just do it with technology for schools. Apple or something. I'm sure they would do it. Yeah. Government contracts money. Um, are pretty good. Yeah, look, we just solved, like, half of climate change. What? That sounds good. <laughs> we'll, so, good we'll be, thing, we'll be figuring out the second half on next week's episode. Stay tuned. Good thing we've got some sophisticated <laughs> listeners. And some, on some next week's episode, we're taking cool. down wildfires. Okay. I mean, what got, if we uh, just no. what if we just pick the water up from the ocean and dump it over the earth? I think that's kind of what they're doing with helicopters what if we and just, shit. What if we just got a big tarp and then we <laughs> a really big tarp, a really big tarp that covered like the size of all the wildfires, like the entire Midwest. That tarp's not even that big to make. And then What's you the get a helicopter tarp material, bro. What do you think? It's not going to hold all that water and not yeah, break. Huh, yeah, huh, yeah, huh. <laughs> he said this tarp's built different. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Good tarp. I think it could work. Good tarp. <laughs> Good tarp. Um, no, I think we just need to induce a mass tsunami and wipe out half of population and be like, all right, no more wildfires now. Yeah, until they come back. 350 million people died, but, like, there's no fires. Yeah. Dude. If the elites this is kind of if the elites knew what they were doing, they would do that. That would control. That would do your population control for you. You know, you take three hundred fifty million right. people off. The face and it's of the not earth. as suspicious. And it helps. Yeah, it's not suspicious. And you know, it helps you uh, protect the protect the earth, so you can live here longer. And it gives you more time to figure out how to get to the next country when you fuck this one up. Next or the country. Next world. The next world. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. That's actually not a bad idea. Just like, well, the government's like, apparently can create weather now. I read an article about that the other day, and it was like, yeah, it's like a thing. Which is kind of scary, but also like, maybe wow, that's a good wow. thing, because now we can control, like, our planet, can like, we, the, can we the perfect amount of climate weather? that our planet needs. You know what like, I mean? Like, fight hurricanes it? and shit. Right, like, we see a hurricane brewing in the ocean. Is there a way to, like, send wind the opposite Just, way? Like, switch the humidity to, like, or um, however hurricanes To, work. like, unhurricane it? Dude, we're just out here solving the world's problems today. <laughs> I love it. Think hey, there's yeah, gotta be a way. Works, you know? Yeah. Tornado's moving a circle. Send... Just send some wind in the opposite direction. Just do it. Just blow, bro. I don't understand tornadoes. Like, get a big leaf blower. If you see a tornado coming at you, dude, just yeah, grab a leaf blower. It's not gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah, 
You'll be good. <laughs> Put your fan out your window. You'll be good. Yeah. You got a window, window unit? Window units are for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old school one. Yeah, that's um, OG. Uh, what'd you do this weekend? Hit that, hit that up. Yeah. Um, weekend update. So Friday night, uh, just watch, hung out, watched the Yanks game. Didn't do much. Um, Saturday, Emery and I played golf. It was just him and I because Jake was in Georgia, and like a bunch of the other guys from our group were like unavailable. And we, dude, we play the same courses like pretty much every week. We're either at Myrtlewood or Myrtle Beach National, and like every four or five rounds, we'll go to like some random spot. But like Austin and I were just like didn't want to play Myrtle Beach National, so we played River Oaks, which is the course that he lives on. I think you've played there before. Yeah. It's the one with the bridges that go over the road. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we played there. I like that course. My drive, dude. Yeah, and it was like nice because it was something different. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like I have been used to playing the same 36 holes for weeks now. Like, it's nice to just get out here. And Plus, it was just him and I, so we weren't taking anything too serious. Like, just kind of, like, relaxing. Um, The first hole is the hole that he lives on. So when we got to the green, Jess ran out the uh, Beats Pill speaker for us. And we got out there, like, super early at, like, 7.20. So we were pretty much the only ones out there. So we were just hanging out, playing some golf. My drives were crazy, dude. I was hitting the ball, like, within 30 yards of the green. On par four. Okay. But every other aspect of my game was trash. I ended up shooting a 101 or 102. It's about what I thought. Yeah, not great, but it was just a chill round. Had some fun. Um, After that, we went. I came home, hung out for a few hours, and then me, Maggie, MK, Jess, um, fucking... I guess they weren't that important. But, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> Joe and Alex. <laughs> Joe and Alex were, like, in town. So, like, we all went to the Pelicans game. And um, okay. Abby was there. I think that was it. But we went to the Pelicans game and just started drinking at happy hour and kept drinking at the Pelicans game. And then I was so beat after the game, dude, just from, like, playing golf all day yeah. and then drinking early and eating a bunch of food and sitting at the baseball game. But everybody wanted to go to Broadway, so and Jess drove us, so I was like, not going to make Jess bring me home just for everyone to go back out across the street. So we went over to Broadway and sat at Fats, had a drink, and then went next door to uh, fucking Dueling Pianos, Croc Rocks. Color and me I, Dude, <laughs> I know. And even uh, Alex was like, Cause I was like pretty, I was like not in a bad mood. I was just so tired where I wasn't being like that social. So yeah. I was like, I just want to go home and Again, sleep. Like I'm so tired. Yeah, pretty, pretty much dude. <laughs> so Alex was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm just like super tired. And we're here at the same bar like every week. So I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like ready for bed. And she was like, yeah, I can see that. Like being here at the same spot every week. And I'm like, yeah, like. Last time I was here, I was kind of feeling the same, so I'm just, like, yeah. kind of sick of this place at this point. Like, yeah. I'd be down to go somewhere else and, like, explore some new bar, but, like, we just go to the same spot every week. Especially at Broadway. Like, bro- when we're at Broadway, like, that's really the only place that's always popping on a Saturday night is Crocs. But, like, yeah, Broadway's I don't know. I just get sick of it after a while, dude. Yeah, and the dudes play the same songs every fucking week. It's like, all right, I heard the national anthem last week. I was like, dude, get... Switch it up. Play a little, like, Kurt Cobain or something, bro. They never do any of that, like... Request it, dude. They'll black do it. Black hole, sodden. 
Won't Yo, you I come? I requested a George Thorogood song. This dude, they both had eight requests on their pianos each, right? I walk up there, give the guy two singles, said, here you go, play George Thorogood, appreciate you. Next song, that's what they were playing, because nobody requests that <coughs> shit, and it's good, older, it's like music that those dudes would like to play, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something that no, that most people don't request, it's not the popular shit. So they're like, alright, fuck it, let's do Oh, this. dude, I've been looking at Croc Rocks wrong the whole time. I gotta start going in there and just slipping them, like, I'll do it, like, once every time I'm there, but it'll, like... 25 30 dollars so it's like a good tip to play a song that not anybody knows and just like see the reaction of everybody see, and be like that just seems what like the fuck is this corn bullshit <laughs> yeah but like if they're not yeah but if it's not a song that they know they're still gonna like or don't play a lot like 25 dollars is gonna guarantee that they'll play it i think they'll play it regardless just because it's different and it's something and it's fun how do they do they need to know like like, what if I give them a song nah, that they don't lot, know, but I, I gave them, like, ten bucks? They, they pull it up on their phone. You can find the notes to just about anything, and especially with the lyrics, too. You just pull it up on your phone. And yeah, but, like, if you don't know the song, like, it's going to be hard to sing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, um, maybe they take anyway, a second to listen to it. Yeah, they just, like, have their earpods in the whole time while they're singing another song, but also listening to the next song that they want to learn how to play. Well, at least they switch out, so maybe they let somebody else take over for a little bit. Oh, yeah, like, this guy's more of our rock and roll guy, this guy's our country guy. Yeah. Or they'll be yeah, like, look, this guy that's on the side that isn't playing right now, you learn this song, and then when you come on, you play it, because we got a $10 mm -hmm. tip for it. Yeah. Or maybe they just like, thanks for the tip, don't know that song, though. <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't think so. <laughs> nah. Um... But yeah, then we went, I went home after that and just immediately fell asleep. Like, I was so tired. Then we woke up and everybody came here for football. True, true. Jess made these fucking buffalo chicken nachos, dude. But instead of chips, it was potato skins. Okay. Dude. Spit on my face and call me Tootsie. Because that shit was, that was like the best nachos I've ever had, bro. I'm not even capping. Like, they were so good. Oh, Mac. Down goes Mac. Down goes Frasia. Dude, you got ghosts in your basement? Yeah. Good thing I'm getting That's out of fine. here. <laughs> They're going to miss you, pal. Later, spirits. <laughs> nah, you still got but, me for uh, a couple weeks. She said three three more weeks and I'm out. What if they follow you? What if they're like, oh, I'm going to this new kid's new crib. See what's hollering over there. Probably going to have a good time. Maybe, yeah. Um... But, and after that, we just watched football and hung out. Chillin', chillin'. And it was a great, great chillin' end to this weekend. I had some serious Monday scaries. Sunday scaries. Like, it got like 8 o'clock, I was watching the night game, and I was just like, oh, man, this weekend went by too fast. Yeah. All the weekends go by too fast. Way too fast. And then the week is just like, yep, I'm gonna be six months long. Yeah, Friday, I ended work early. I booked a 2.30 tea time at about 2 o'clock. Got changed, ran to the golf course, had a 2.30 tee time by myself, played the front nine by myself, and then on the back nine, these two older dudes joined me. Um, I played all right. I was kind of struggling. I started out not very good. I went bogey, triple, bogey, triple, bogey, and then I kind of got it together after that. Um... But then on the back nine, when I was with those guys, I played a lot better, for sure. 
Um, I shot under 50 on the back, I think. 40-something. Because um, I finished under 100, and I think I shot like a 51 or 52. I think I shot like a, I think I shot like a 46 on the back. Not too shabby. That's solid. That's pretty yeah. solid. Um, the trick is doing that on back-to-back nines. Yeah. If you can save those uh, four strokes from a 46 to a 50, your score is going to look immaculate. But then after I went, I went in, I got went into the bar and I was like, "Can I get four quesadillas to go?" Because my mom, my dad, and my sister all wanted one and they were at home. Because they they you do steak quesadillas and usually it's like a real steak and then they slice it and then they put it into a quesadilla. Oh, but they haven't good. had that. It's banging. They haven't had the last two times I ordered it though. I ended up getting cheese steak and like it's still good, but not as good. Um, yeah. So I went in there, ordered four quesadillas and a couple beers, and shot the shit with the bartender. He's cool. Chilled that night. Um, and then me and Lex went to a hot air balloon festival on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, you were so, telling us last week? Yeah, so we drove out to PA. Um, it was funny. She, like, I think she felt like she was dragging me there and, like, I didn't want to be there. But, like, that shit's right up my alley. Like, we showed up and we're at this festival. Dude, it's like a redneck country fair. And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. This is right where I belong. Uh, dude, I, I, anything that has festival on it is going to be fun. Like, I'm pretty yeah. much, like, dude, I used to go to, like, the garlic festival. We straight up had a garlic yeah. festival where it was just, like, a giant festival and vendors that sold, like, garlic Different and honey and garlic. stuff like that. And huh. I loved it, dude. Yeah. It was so much fun. We went every and, year. And, uh, uh, Georgetown, they do the Wooden Boat Festival. It's the second biggest Wooden Boat Festival on the East Coast every year. There's oh, one really? in Boston that's bigger. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I always like going down there. Um, dude, festival festivals in the fall time just hit so different. Dude. Fire, yeah. Like when um, it's just dude, like a hot, like a Halloween fall vibe, and you're just like walking the streets, like hitting food vendors and looking at a bunch of cool random shit and just chilling. Yeah, like there's yeah. nothing better. Dude, so we go there and it's like we go there and we like we walk in and everything, and they got a few different vendors selling food, and then they got like this one dude he's playing his acoustic guitar. He sounded fine, but it wasn't like a full band. It was just him. They had this one hot air balloon that took people up like a hundred feet, and then it came back down. Um, that was it, and it was hot, bro. It was like eighty-five, so sunny. We were like sweating out there, um, and Lex was like, "You want to just like go to a brewery, like get a couple beers, we can go get checked into a hotel, come back?" And I was like, "Yeah, sold." Um, so we go to this brewery. Um, she gets a couple margaritas. I get a flight. They put six in a flight, which was dope. And then I got a pumpkin beer afterwards because they had a pumpkin beer that was bomb.com. And they had um, a lemonade or a lemon blueberry shandy that was banging. Ooh, so I got I got a good. six pack of both of those to go because they slept. Um, oh, is that what you were drinking on Xbox the other night? That shandy? Uh, no. Oh, you must have sent me a pic or something of it because I remember you telling me about that, and I was like, "Damn, that sounds so delicious." Yeah. Um, but then we just went to the hotel, got checked in. Went to the festival, and then they just, like, there was probably, like, 30 or 40 balloons that, like, just, like, took off and, like, flew over us. That was pretty cool. Um, we rolled out of there, got some got some Cracker Barrel. She's never had Cracker Barrel before, so we got that to go. Um, I'm a huge hater dinner. of Cracker Barrel. They're fine. Her burger wasn't good. I, it was way overcooked. Yeah, their food has never been like, oh, this is, but it was, this is impressive. It was more well done than she ordered. Um it was fine. Yo, actually, I put honey on the fried chicken. I just got, like, a four-piece fried chicken. I put honey on it. Mm. Fire honey. flames. Highly recommend. Yes. Yeah. Really? That actually yeah, sounds like a, like a good combo. Honey on the fried chicken was amazing, dude. It was good. And it was Cracker Barrel, so now I put it on better foods. Haters. Is that, like, a thing, or did you just try it? 
I think it's the same. Okay. Because they, did they, like, give you honey with your fried chicken? Yeah, they gave me honey with the fried chicken. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And I think I saw yeah, something about good. honey in the menu, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll try it out. Um, it wasn't like, I didn't order, like, honey fried chicken. I just ordered fried chicken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we just came home Sunday. Um, watched the birds disappoint me. Watched some red zone. Yep. It was nice. It was just like, it was just me, my mom, my dad, just chilling and watching the games and shit, which is cool because, like, moving out soon. I'll still see him and shit, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that's always a I nice like Sunday, to dude. With my dad, because he, like, football's, yeah. like, the one sport that he can kind of follow because it's, like, they play once a week. You know what I once mean? Once a week. You don't All have to be up on your shit. Are like, there's way too many games to keep track of and, like, we should keep up on. But he does keep up on football and, like, he likes talking football to me. Um, that's dope. Yeah, so I like watching shit with him. But, uh, yeah, then just chilling, chilling, chilling. Chilling, fucking killing, like Bob Dylan, the villain. Yeah, drank, like, all the Millers, so I went and bought. So my dad went to this one liquor store, and they got, like, no Corona Premier, and they got, like, no Miller Lite bottles. Um, he's like, what the heck? And they're like, bottle shortage, don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, all right, so we got, like, no bottles. So drank all the Miller Lite bottles, and then, uh. I was like, all right, I'll go get him some Miller bottles because, dude, he's a knucklehead. I go over to Jonesy's, this other liquor store, the one where I bought the papers from, and, dude, they got their Corona Premier 12-pack bottles are all the way to the front, dude. The whole whole thing's filled. I could have taken fucking four of them if I wanted to. So I got two of those, and I got a 12-pack of Miller bottles, put them in the fridge for them. Dude, I was never, like, a big bottle guy until I moved home. My dad was like, dude, like, I just, like, just start drinking bottles and you'll be a changed man. I was like, nah, like, I was just fresh out of college. So I was like, nah, dude, like, cans are the way to go. Like, they're cheaper, blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, just start drinking bottles. So, like, we would split, like, a 24-pack of, like, whatever, like, random light beer. Like, we went on a big Miller High Life kick for a while. And drinking out of a bottle, like, beer-wise, just, it's just so much better than drinking out of a can, dude. Don't know yep. why. Don't know the science behind it. It's just like bottle I don't know if it's even just like a. Yeah, it really is, dude. Like with everything too. Like a bottle of soda. Like have you ever had just like a regular like a glass bottle of Coca Cola? Yeah. It tastes so much better in that. I don't it's know the why. OG with the real cocaine. With the real cocaine. Nah, but the Other old school than... Mountain Dew with the real sugar out of a bottle. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a that's like a all the sodas with real sugar taste better than they do today, but the Mountain Dew with real sugar is like a significant jump up. Like it's better. so yeah. good. I don't even really I don't drink regular flavored Mountain Dew now. Like I'll get a Baja Blast or like if I go to Bojangles I'll get their Summer Shock, which I think is might be my favorite Mountain Dew flavor. Like I think it's better than Baja Blast. They just it's just mm. hard to get cuz they only sell it at Bojangles. But um Dude, regular flavor Mountain Dew just doesn't hit anymore. Like, that shit, like, it, I, I take one so sip of mid. it, I'm like, this is gross, dude. Like, I'll drink it out of a fountain, but, like, out of a can is so mid. I don't know how I used to drink that shit, like, on the daily. Johnny, you used to buy 12-pack a week. I know, dude. Weeks. No, I would say more than a 12-pack a week. I, could, I used to drink a 12-pack of Mountain Dew when I was, like, 14, 15, playing COD in, like, one 12-hour sitting. Of just playing video games. 
Yeah, I would get home from school on Friday. Dude, I would get home from school on Friday, and, like, if me and none of my friends were doing anything except playing video games, and I didn't have any, like, sports plans or anything to do, I would literally get on my Xbox on Friday at, like, 6 p.m., and I would literally play until, like, 6, 7 a.m., sleep for three hours, wake up, and then play from, like, 11 to 12 until, like, late that night again. It was disgusting. I don't know how I did it. And it would just be, like, straight, like, dude, it would be straight 12-hour rips of, like, the same game. Like, we'd play Halo 3 for, like, 12 hours at a rip. Or, like, zombies for, like, 12 hours at a rip. Now I play, like, five or six games of Pro Clubs, and I'm just like, this game makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) That's because you're banked. You're banked. Is that Um, how you speak to your goal score? Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Um, so weekends were dope. Weekends were dope. They will Random continue to be dope. I was gonna say, we should get a drop for, like, this, this segment of the podcast. Yeah, for sure. That was just, it right just there. Just random no, shit. Again. Um, <laughs> so how do you eat your Pop-Tarts? I was thinking this the other day. How do you eat your Pop-Tarts? All right. So, it depends on the situation for me. Like, if I'm just, okay, like, Mike? grabbing a Pop-Tart to go out the door, like, I'll just... Eat, open the wrapper and eat it like that. But if I'm like waking up on a like, Saturday, okay, do you bite into both at the same time? No, I'm not a psychopath, dude. I I don't know. I don't know. Is that what you do? No, you said you open the wrapper and eat it like that. Yeah, no, I open the wrapper, <laughs> I eat one, then I eat the other. Okay. I'm not sandwiching that shit like throwing lettuce and cheese and tomato in the middle. Like, <laughs> I didn't say you put lettuce, tomato, and cheese in the middle. <laughs> Look, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if. You told me that you just bit into, if, or if somebody in the world told me that they just bit into both pop tarts at once, that's a. Oh no, eating. I'm I'm sure I'm sure some people definitely do that, but that's psychopath energy. Just eat now, one, enjoy it. Eat the nut, eat the other my one, boy, enjoy my boy it, Peter, and move on with your day. My boy Peter, he's big on like he works out so much, and he's big on like getting calories and shit, and like he doesn't usually eat for enjoyment. He eats to put shit in his body. Dude, I guarantee you, if that man was eating pop tarts, that is open them and. Um, that is a sad life to live, dude. You don't eat for enjoyment. Nah, he I does, only but he eat for enjoyment. Everything that he eats, he eats so crazy fast. Just so crushes real. it up in his hands and throws it down his throat. Yeah, pretty much, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> um, the best way to eat a pop tart, though, if I'm waking up on like Saturday morning and I'm trying to watch some Premier League and I'm just like, oh, let me get a pop tart, I will. Delicately open the package and whisper to it, you beautiful son of a bitch. I will caress both Pop-Tarts and take them separately, drop them in the toaster, press the down button, and you wait approximately 7 to 11 seconds. You press the thing, they doink up, you spread them out on a plate, throw a little butter on top. You gotta yoink them out. (laughs) You gotta gotta yoink them out. Yoink. If you're not yoinking Pop-Tarts, what are you doing? I got the perfect toaster yoinker at home, too. We, <laughs> we have this little that. thing. It's it's literally just, like, two, like, fat popsicle sticks with a little thing on the one end, and you just kind of squeeze them together like tongs just almost, them? or, like, tweezers, and you could yoink things out of the toaster oven so that, you know, <laughs> when you're idiot, when you're an idiot kid, and you're making yourself some Lego My Lego waffles in the morning, you don't yoink them with your fingers and fuck yourself. You yoink them with Yeah, or, like, a fork thing. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, yoinking with the wooden thing to be safe. Yeah, dude, the t- 
toaster yoinkers are a game changer, honestly. Because the amount of times I've burnt my hands trying to pull, like, a stuck egg a waffle or, like, a toaster strudel. Toaster strudels are the worst because if they fall over on their side, they're deep in that motherfucker. I'm not you know big on toaster life. Nah. I used to be. Dude, I used to, when I lived with Doobie, I would eat goober sandwiches. Have you seen that? You know what goober is? What, the ones where they're, like, the little circle PB&Js? No, those are Uncrustables. I was also big on those. But Goober I they, is... I thought Goober was, like, off-brand Uncrustables. Nah, Goober is, like, the jar of peanut butter and jelly mixed together. Oh, where it's like yeah, a swirl. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I would just take that, dude, throw, like, toast two pieces of bread. Actually, I was a high guy, so I would do four pieces of toast, and I'd make, like, a double-layered Goober sandwich. Okay. I would eat, like, two or three of them a day, dude. Um... Toasted bread is 100% the best way to eat PB&J. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't eat PB&J if it's not toasted. Like, oh, it's I just do. not worth it at that point for me. I'm just like, yeah, I'm either hungry for a PB&J on toast or I'm just going to eat something else. If I'm eating PB&J, it's because I'm hungry and I literally don't feel like, like that's the quickest thing that I can make. And if I'm going for speed, I'm not waiting to toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like, oh, I was going to say that my meal for that is like mac and cheese. But like we're on two different time time frames here. You're like 15 seconds in and out the kitchen. I'm like, all right, I got 10, 15 minutes to make something. Let me make some mac and cheese. Yeah, I try to minimize my time making food. Minimize my time eating food. Nah, if I'm going I'm, for something for look, if time I'm efficiency, a PB &J, I'm doing like a microwave thing. If I'm eating PB&J, it's not for enjoyment. <laughs> well, unless it's like 11 o'clock or noon on the weekend and I'm like alright let me just have a little PB&J on toast hold me over till dinner right maybe I could do it like that but if I'm having PB&J it's probably just like real quick let me have a PB&J for lunch instead of eating nothing that's pretty smart instead of um, eating nothing that's my issue dude I'm just like yeah like I'm not gonna eat a whole meal but I could eat nah I'll just wait till my next meal like I do that shit so often yeah, yeah. And it's probably too. not too healthy. Nah, but whatever. It's not. It's not that unhealthy, dude. We eat too much as humans, according to the the thing. Every everybody says we're obese. Everyone's obese. I mean, yeah, compared to history, but I feel like that's because of like your, like, there's more opportunity to eat now. Yeah, for sure. But you don't have to eat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you right. Can find if you miss a meal. Yeah, that's facts. Um, so, what do you do with your Pop-Tart after you yoink it out of the toaster? <laughs> after I yoink my Pop-Tart out of the toaster? <laughs> yo, I'm gonna just start walking up to random people on the street and be like, yo, so what do you do after you yoink your Pop-Tart out the toaster? <laughs> They're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I take small, very, very thin slices of butter, and I just caress the top of that bitch. No matter the flavor on the, of Pop-Tart. On the icing side? Or the... On the icing side, if there's no icing. Okay. Well, there usually is because I'm usually eating the unhealthiest version of pop If I'm eating Pop-Tarts, I'm balling out. I didn't I'm know they like made one that didn't have... I didn't know they had ones without icing on top. Isn't the... Oh, no. Strawberry Frosted. That Who the makes fuck sense. would eat that? Strawberry? That's, I mean, that's just a Fig Newton at that point. Yeah, I didn't know that they did those. I've seen off-brand Pop-Tarts like that. Yeah, and I'm not eating an off-brand pop tart. I'm down oh, bad if I'm eating pop tarts, let alone. Yeah, they're oh, like so mine too. Pop -tarts. But like, yeah, they're terrible. It's like eating cardboard. Oh, I didn't think they were that bad. Okay, a little bit. I like d cardboard. I'm not a big, I'm not a big like 
Fig Newton bar. Like, if I'm eating, like, a, even a protein bar, it has to be, like, the chocolatiest, Ooh. like, There's the this most one company, delicious. I think it's called Nature's, Nature's Bakery, and they got little Fig bars that come in two packs. Ooh, they're, they got raspberry and they got blueberry, and they both make me wet. Yeah, see, that just doesn't sound appetizing to me. Like, that's my last resort if I'm starving and need something. See, that's, like, the perfect between lunch and dinner snack. Sometimes you need a little sum sum. Perfect, right there. I need to like rewire my brain to start thinking like that, dude. Cause I'm like, ah, this fucking Red Bull and bag of nerd clusters will get me through. That's all I've eaten today. Yeah, but that works too, bro. <laughs> it does, but it's terrible for you. Yeah, that's true. Um, but after I yoink, all right, so I yoink my pop tarts. I spread them with butter, and then you gotta get after it immediately, dude. You can't let them really? bitches get cold. Once you, well, maybe wait for the butter to get a little, like, you know, melted, but I don't use a lot to even have, like, a stick, like, a thing of butter on it. It's usually just, like, yeah. this little taper. And then I'll enjoy my Pop-Tart. Okay. That's interesting. I never heard of something like that before. Really? Yeah. I never heard of somebody buttering their Pop-Tarts, DBH. Oh, dude, it's, it's great. Um... I mean, all I was gonna say when I put that question down, I eat the crust first. I go around the outside. Ew, you the eat crust, the crust around? I... Dude, that's almost worse than double sandwich in that bitch. <laughs> no way, the crust, bro. The crust is the worst part, bro. I'm trying that's to avoid that at first. all costs. That's why you eat it Yeah, I'm first. not even going to eat it. I, most of the time, I usually have like one piece of crust and I'm, like left, and I'm like, I'm not even going to eat that and just throw it away. Like, if there's oh, crust and nothing else. Are you Pop-Tart, bro? Dude, it's not even crust. It's cardboard, bro. It's not going to do anything for me. I told you I eat to enjoy. I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, it's there. Might as well eat it. No, it's going to taste like shit. I'm just going to throw it out. I'm an anti-waste eater. I eat everything. I mean, I am too for the most part. But when it comes to Pop-Tarts, I don't really give a fuck. Like, if I have a plate of chicken nuggets and fries, right? And I get through like 15 chicken nuggets and I have two or three more. But if I, yeah, if I have two or three more or fries left and I'm like, well, those chicken nuggets are good. They're going to taste good no matter what, so I might as well finish them. But if I have, like, a piece of a crust of a Pop-Tart, I'm like, dude, this is just fucking cardboard. Get out get out of my face. I guess. Right? I was thinking maybe I'm not doing it right because if you eat just a crust first... <laughs> You're definitely you have... not doing it right. <laughs> because if you eat just a crust first, then you have, like, those are, like, not really super enjoyable bites. The crust? And if you... Yeah, and if you bite crust and inside filling at the same time, it's like, okay, this doesn't only suck. Right. That's how I eat them. I usually start from the corner and then work my way. All right, maybe I'll stop here's, eating crust Here's first. another another question on top of that regard, regarding how you consume snacks. Do you ever eat Doritos? Like, do you ever eat chips? And, like, do you always fit it, put all the chips in once? Like, you don't take a bite of a chip and then finish your chip? Have you ever seen someone do that? Like, if someone has a Dorito in their hand and they take half of it in one bite and then another half in the second bite? Yeah, I've like, done Like, I don't know before. why. I mean, I guess in, like, certain c- scenarios, but I'm never, like... If I look at a Dorito, I'm like, that's gonna fuck up my mouth if I eat it all in one bite, so I'll just eat this bite and then throw the second bite in. But if I'm eating chips, like, one bite at a time and it takes me, like, two or three bites to finish a chip, that pisses me off when I see people do that. I don't know why. If I... If I have a whole Dorito, like, sometimes it's all going in my mouth at once, and sometimes it's not. 99.9% of the time, it's all going in my mouth at once. If I have a single Dorito in my hand. 
But you know how they're like folded weird sometimes. So like if I see that, I'm like that's gonna rip a hole in the roof of my now, mouth. If I'll they're do, like, folded, one bite. um, I'm, dude, the crunchy <laughs> foldy Johns are the bomb outcome. They are good, but sometimes they fuck your mouth up. Yeah, if you're a kitty cat. Meow. <laughs> you got one of those uh, sander tongues. Um. So like the thing that I had in our random shit segment. Did you see it? Yeah, something about the giver. I don't. Yeah, I have don't you read that? Have you read that? Book? I, yeah, I don't remember it though. All right. So I, I woke up from a crazy dream the other night, and it was I was in Myrtle Beach, and I had my car. I was like on some Spider-Man shit, dude. I had my car on like a rope tied to like my door or something, and I was just holding on to that for dear life. And I had my back to like one of the hotels on the beach, and I like remember like looking around the corner towards the beach of the hotel. And just seeing a massive, like, 45-foot fucking wave coming straight for the beach. Like, tsunami shit. And I remember just, like, turning my back around and just, like, bracing myself. So, like, the wave hit the hotel. Like, thinking the hotel wouldn't just, like, crush on top of me. And I had my car on this, like, really strong rope in one hand. So that I didn't lose my car. And I just remember the fucking wave crashing over top. And I'm just, like... I woke up, it was one of those dreams where you wake up, like, sweating because you were, like, so nervous, like, in your dream. Because you're pretty mm-hmm. much facing death. Like, it was one of those things where it's a feeling that you've never felt in real life, but in your dream it feels so real. So you've kind of experienced, like, what it feels like to almost die. And so I was sitting there laying in bed the other night, and I was like, dude, the book The Giver is about this man that holds every emotion of the world like he feels everything so that people other people don't have to so like he has feelings of love and war and hate and like betrayal and all this stuff and he holds all of these emotions so that people around him don't have to and they don't have to like i don't know i don't i don't really remember like the reason why he was like that but i remember there being a point where this kid in the book was like this dude's padawan or like his little assistant or like protege Mm-hmm. And the first time he, like, touched him or whatever, he, like, felt emotion. Like, so, like, this one day he went over to old dude's house, and dude was really sad. And he was like, why are you so sad today, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, just let me show you. So he, like, touched him or whatever. And immediately this kid had, like, memories of, like, war and pain and, like, just really bad, like, feelings and stuff like that. So it was, like, the first time he had felt something that he had never felt before. And I was like, dude, that's literally what dreaming is. Like, you have these crazy dreams where you have, like, these feelings or you experience these things that you might have never experienced before. Like, mine with the tsunami, I was, like, close to death. And I woke up and I was, like, clearly, like, my body was reacting to it because I was, like, sweating and, like, shaking and just, like, you know, so, like, what the fuck? Because it felt so real. Right. So, I was, like, dude, the, giver, the book The Giver is literally just what people experience in dreams. Like, you could be a person that never experiences, like, the loss of a family member, and then you could have a dream of, like, your mom getting shot, and, like, you feel that, like, in your dream. And then you wake up, and you're like, oh, shit, it was just a dream, I'm good. Yeah. Hmm. Alright. I, and, that's, like, a good connection, right? Like, I was, like, I thought that, and I was, like, damn, like, that's kind of spot on. Yeah. And there's so much that people don't know about dreaming or dreams, where it's, like, like, dude, and then I was talking to Maggie about this last night. I was like, imagine if you could, like, before you go to bed, you just put, like, this little synopsis thing on, like, the corner of your head where, it, like, your body is asleep, but your mind still goes, your mind is still active, but you're in, like, a virtual reality world where you can, like, all right, we're going to go to sleep, and then 
go out to the bar when we're asleep. Like, could you imagine huh. that, dude? Like, you're resting your body, but, like, you're in, like, a dreamlike state or, like, a VR virtual, like, different type of reality-like state where you're still, like, interacting with people or, you know, living, but not really. That would be wild. Wow, wow, wow. Like, every yeah. time, like, you would never have, dude, like, people would be, like, Here's so the thing, though. I don't want to be hanging out with people like that. I just want to hang out in my well, living you can room. Well, you can choose, you can choose whatever you want to do. Like, imagine you just put this thing on, and you're like, all right, now I'm going to go to Disney World. Like, I want to go experience Disney you World for eight hours. You know what? It would be a great time for me to watch all the TV shows that people say I need to be watching. Yeah, catching up on TV. But, like, dude, if you're doing that, you can do literally anything with no consequence. And you're going to go watch TV shows? Why Why do I need to? Bro, I'm going to go I, to, like, the Champions League What do I want to do that I can't do? Well, what if there is no Champions League final on that day? You just create one, bro. It doesn't have to be real life. Uh, you think I create, like, authentic replays? Dude, you can literally do anything. It's a dream. You Have you ever had a dream where you're flying? I'm flying! No. <laughs> what is that? There's not a star in heaven that we can't see. If nope, I'm trying. That's the song. Breaking Free. By Is somebody, it? Hannah Montana or something? Yeah, we're breaking free. Soaring. Yep. Flying. Yep. I don't know. Well, that's that's all song. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Flying. I feel like that's that was like an old school Disney Disney Channel song or something. Jonas Brothers? I don't know, dude. <laughs> all right, I got one more thing in here. That, what a way to end the... Oh, I was going to say, just a fucking fart burp to end the segment. <laughs> um, me and Jordan were talking about starting a brewery. Um, yeah. We were talking about beers, and he was like, you should start a brewery in um, the barn that you have like out back, because I was talking about the place I'm buying. I was like, all right, I mean, that sounds actually kind of good. Maybe I'll start brewing beers out there. Um, and I was like, dude, I love a good pumpkin beer but like i don't find a good pumpkin beer that often so i want to make a good pumpkin beer and jordan was like all right he was like i'll make a good sour because he really likes sours and i was like all right and he was like how about this how about i'll start one in jersey and then jordan will start one in kentucky and then you guys can start one in myrtle and waldo can start one in new hampshire and we'll all be like the same chain and we'll be classified brewing uh i'm either having crazy like deja vu or we've had this conversation before nah classified brewing yeah we'll have like dude we'll have like we'll all perfect like a beer from like our like area in the country and then bring it together as like one bundle yeah but we gotta have like, other beers the... too yeah no we will but we'll be like this is like our main myrtle beach beer this is our, our main, main variety pack. beer main yeah yeah that would be flames we should fucking do it. We can make yeah, a random roommate beer. Beers. Ooh, random roommate pop beer. It'll be uh something good, something tasty. Well, yeah, we'll we'll put out a poll and vote on like which type of beer you want it to be, like a Belgian. You want it to be like an IPA. A Hefeweizen. A Hefeweizen. Yeah. I feel like that would get voted most just because it's the coolest name. A double IPA. Double IPA, nine percent. Just don't give me a stout. 
I don't want to do no any stouts. stouts. Nah, I'm good on stouts. Um, a shandy? Especially coffee-flavored ones. I could do a shandy. Yeah, I like shandies. I feel like Myrtle would be a good good, good area for shandies. Yeah, I think it would be. I like shandies because they're like... Like, Lining Kugel's a shandy. And I don't really like Lining Kugel, but... I like the vibes of Lining Kugel. You know? And like, when I drink a shandy, it's immaculate. like... When I drink a shandy, it's like... Almost like the seltzer of beer. Because, like, you can make them fruity. Yeah. Right? Like, the ones that I brought down the Myrtle were They have a little, like, zip to them. Like, a, like yes, carbonation but they're zip. not. but they're not sours. They're, like... Yeah. Sour lights. Diet sours. Like, Dude, they're literally, like, seltzer beers. Yeah. Like, um, like the ones that I brought down the Myrtle were raspberry. And those were bad. Uh, you're killing me, Smalls? Yeah. Yeah, yep. those were good. Um, and then... The ones that I got in at the Hot Air Balloon Festival were lemon blueberry. Like, you can make shandies more fruity, but they're not as sour as a sour, but they have that sour hint to them. Um, right. And sometimes they go hard. That one you brought down went hard. Yeah, facts. And so does the lemon blueberry one. Yeah, lemon blueberry sounds like something I would like. Yeah, so... All right, maybe we'll start a brewery. Then I'm gonna need some more money. All right, random roommates, you heard it here first. We'll start a GoFundMe so you guys can give to our uh, brewery yeah, you can just Venmo aspirations. <laughs> Venmo, Venmo me twenty bucks if you want us to start a brewery. Try to eat some Taco Bell tonight. That is. <laughs> All right. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today The New York Yankees have taken 25 years off my life yep. in the span of like 8 months. Um, Half a game back from the wild card, so we're still not out of it. But right now, dude, the state of the Yankees, this is like a state of the address or state of the union I'm about to make on Yankees fans' behalf. We're we're fucked either way, dude, because there's one thing that could happen, and there's another thing that could happen, and there's no in-between. And those two things are, one, we don't make the playoffs, which in itself is trash because this is our window. We have a great team. Like, we should be winning. We're World Series favorites, like, for the past two or three years. Not favorites, but, like, top three and uh, we've just, like, underperformed each year. We've got killed by injuries each year. But there's – we don't make the playoffs. Brian Cashman doesn't do anything, like, moves-wise. Aaron Boone comes back as manager, and we're back to square one where we were, where we are now. We don't make the playoffs. The best-case scenario is Aaron Boone gets fired. Um, there's an overhaul in our team. You know, there's, like, certain names, obviously, Judge, Stanton, Garrett Cole. Like, we're not going to trade away any of, like, our main core. But there's a few movable pieces. Uh, Gary Sanchez right now is probably on his way out the door after this year, which, like, I it was so hard with him, dude, because I was rooting for him so hard, and I just wanted him to be great. But, like, at this point, not a great defensive catcher, and his hitting – has been good this year, but doesn't really make up for, like, the mistakes that he's made behind the plate. 
Um, plus, we have like some crazy Austin Wells catcher prospect on his way up in the next two or three years. So I think Gary's on his way out. Luke Voigt is just being so disrespected. Man led the league in home runs last year, and he's just been a bench piece for us all year, dude. Since we signed Rizzo, which like don't get me wrong, I love Anthony Rizzo. He's just, he's probably the best defensive first baseman in all of Major League Baseball. But Luke Voigt is on our bench, dude, and the man is a stud. Like he hits like crazy. Um, he hasn't stayed healthy all year, but like his value right now is high. So like I see them trading him. Um, Glaber Torres has just sizzled out to be nothing, dude. He's not a shortstop. He's not a major league shortstop. He's not even considered a shortstop. Like there's MLB broadcasters who I think it was the Mets the other day. Um, we're talking about like, um, like best shortstops in the American league or best shortstops in the league. And one of them said, you know, Carlos Correa, uh, Tatis, you know, those guys. But one of the guys brought up Glaber Torres, and he was like, well, what about Glaber? And the dude was, like, straight up, like, Glaber's not even a shortstop. Like, I don't even consider him a shortstop. So that's where he's at. Um, so if that happens, dude, like, I mean, I'll, I'll eventually get over the Yanks not being in the playoffs, and I'll be happy that some changes made. But if that doesn't happen, we're gonna sneak into the playoffs, and we're not gonna we're not gonna win a series in the playoffs with the team we have constructed with the way that we're playing right now. So we could make the playoffs and then lose in the ALDS, and then Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone are gonna be like, "Oh well, we got to the playoffs. Like that that was our goal. Just things just didn't go our way. Blah blah blah." And then once again, we're back to square one. So like, barring some miracle run. The Yankees are not going to win anything this year. They're going to make the playoffs, and the GM and the manager are going to have their jobs safe, and no changes are going to be made. Like, yeah, maybe we trade a few guys or acquire some new, new, new arms or something like that, but it's just we've been doing it for four years, dude. We paid $350 million for Garrett Cole, who's been – Probably Cy Young runner-up of the year for the American League. And we're just back to square one. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle of this. And we're not going to win anything until serious changes are made. It's our analytics department runs too much of our, our baseball team in a game that can't be calculated 100% by numbers. Like, you just yeah. can't with baseball. You can't, yeah. you can't predict everything that happens in baseball, dude, because it's just a game of fucking randomness too often. And it's knowing when players are hot and knowing when in situations when a pitcher needs to stay in longer or be taken out. It's knowing which players to play at the right times. And you can't measure most of that. But the Yankees are just so stubborn with, oh, we're going to run the best numbers for each scenario and this is what uh, long-term success looks like, blah, blah, blah. But we've seen no success. in Since 2017 was Girardi's last year, it's been four years, dude, and we've seen no success. So, not too happy. So, what do you the, think? Uh, you think you're gonna make the playoffs? I'm I'm definitely more of like a an optimist when it comes to Yankees baseball, just because, like, why would I? I, I know that once baseball is over and we go through that like five or six month long stretch of not having baseball, I'm gonna be severely depressed, missing baseball, and I'm not gonna be. Like, I'm just, I want to be grateful for that we have baseball to watch now. So I'm like still, you know, I'm still watching every game. I'm not like, I'm trying to keep my hopes down. 
because I know that we're going to be disappointed regardless. Like, yeah, okay, we make the wild card game. Garrett Cole shoves for one game, and we win the wild card. And then we play the fucking Astros or the Rays in the ALDS. Like, we're not going to beat either of those teams. So, at this point, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I'd be happy the Yankees to make the pl- not make the playoffs. I will be upset if they don't, because they should. But, on the other hand, if they don't make the playoffs, I think changes are finally fucking made. And we're in a better position for 2022. So. I mean, yeah, hopefully. Uh, that's all I can do is hope, dude, because they've been such a stubborn fucking organization about this type of shit. And it's crazy. When we went on that 13-game win streak, dude, all of our, uh, like, all of our, uh, like, not main guys were playing. We had Rugnit Odor, Velasquez, Gio was out, so we had uh, Tyler Wade playing. We had, like, all of these, like, lower minor league guys, and we're just going off, dude. And then as soon as everybody got healthier, came back, we just went back to our old ways of being shit and not stealing bases and not knowing situational hitting and Aaron Boone doesn't know how to manage a bullpen and just shit like that that is not a recipe for successful baseball and sounds to me like Aaron Boone's gotta go I have not once called for Aaron Boone's job like I, I think he's a great guy I think his vibes are good the way he handles like the media and um like, just, like, shit like that. He just seems like a puppet for the uppers at the at the Yankees organization. Like, well, I feel like he doesn't want. make any... He doesn't really make any of the lineups, dude. It's all at the analytics department making the lineups. And he's it's just not... You need to know how to manage your ball players, dude. Like, we'll have a three-run game. We'll be down, like, 3-1 or 3 nothing in, like, the sixth inning. And the dude is punting the game. And it's like, bro, this is a three-run game. Like... Our offense hasn't been great all year, but you got to get to a point where, like, we need to win games. We can't be looking like, oh, uh, we may not win this game, but we're saving bullpen for the next game to have a better chance to win tomorrow. It's like, no, dude, we need to win now. Like, we're at the stretch of the last, like, there's 11 regular season games left. If we make the playoffs, like, there's 30 games left or whatever. That math is definitely wrong, but it's around the ballpark. But, like, dude, this is the final stretch. Like, there's no, like, saving for shit like just win the game worry about day-to-day shit win the game and just you'll be where you want to be and i feel like that's the mindset of so many of our players but that can only go so far when you have a manager who doesn't know how to manage a bullpen yeah and that's all i, I got know. to say on the yanks for this week so now we are oh, we're talking about the fightings here the fightings i got nothing positive to say um <laughs> We battled back. We were like, you know, a half game back of the wild card. Um, right now, we're four and a half back from the wild card. We're three games back from the Braves in the NL East. We have the Orioles and the Pirates. That should be good, right? We should get you should get some wins. We lost to the Orioles last night in game one. Um, so, whatever. Phils are done. Yeah, that's not but great. Um, I was going to put this in random shit, but decided to wait till we talk about the fightings to talk about it. You think JT Realmuto is a cute guy? You think he's a good-looking dude? Yeah. Handsome fella? Yeah, he's a handsome fella. He's, like, probably my biggest man crush, if we're being, if we're being for real for real right here. Really? Yeah. Like, I think like, are, you, are, we talking, are we talking, like, athlete-wise or of all time? Athlete-wise, I don't know who it would be of all time, but, like, right now, dude, like, JT is, like, 
best catcher in baseball, right? Yeah. Um, and he, but he's like so quiet, just kind of like goes about his work, keeps Does his, his mouth shut, is like very serious. Like just like I'm just gonna come out here, I'm gonna ball out, I'm gonna be the best catcher every single day. I don't care if I'm on this shit team. Nobody's stealing on me. I'm calling a great day, great game behind the plate. I'm going fucking two for four with a couple RBIs, and we're still losing. Um, yeah. Right? Like, that's, he's just doing his thing. But then of on top of that, can't win games. on top of that, he's just like, he's just a handsome dude. Like, I think he's a good looking dude. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, man crush? Throw he's him in. He's probably got and a he's, smoking hot wife or girlfriend. Probably. That's what being the best Lex catcher was out here. do for you. Lex was out here telling me that he's not even a good looking dude. She doesn't even think he's handsome. Wow, that's a bold statement because I think JT's probably top ten most handsome MLB players. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get him up here so y- y'all y'all that are watching, you can go uh, see for yourself. I'm gonna Don't get him up here though. Let's see. Let me do this little share screen guy. Like you're gonna tell me this is not a handsome fella, right here. Handsome, handsome fella. He like, looks look good at this in Philly's gear. Dude, he does. He's just a handsome dude. He looks good. Look yeah. at this guy. Look at that side. Oh, oh daddy. Oh, <laughs> daddy. What? Look at him. Oh, woo. That's I a mean, man hum. that hits some fucking dingers, dude. Got me on baller, my man. <laughs> No, but I'm saying like, Lex is out here saying he's not a handsome dude. I'm like, Ugh. and then she says Lex. that she thinks I'm handsome as heck. Like, baby, I'm flattered. But have Does you seen think... JT? <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> said I'm flapping. <laughs> flattered. I'm flattered. Oh, I thought you said I'm flapping. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> baby, I'm out here flapping. Trying oh, I'm to air out, out my pits. G- giving you that Red Hawk mating call. <laughs> you got me flapping, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> something to say but i forgot what i was gonna say that's a bummer yeah it's tough scene time oh does she does she think pete alonzo is attractive no nah, she thinks he's goofy she doesn't really think okay he's i was gonna say she, she, she likes pete him because she thinks he's not. he's like goofy and like he's a good person he does things outside of right. the nets but and, physically he's a, and he's a good baseball player and uh his fiance is pretty dope she's a big fan of his fiance no, nah, I don't think she's physically attracted to him. Usher, on the other hand, I gotta watch out for that man. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I saw this tweet the other day, and it was like this girl, and she's like, "One time, I asked my ex my ex boyfriend what his uh, celebrity hall passes were, or he asked me that question, and I said, I don't know, like Ashton Kutcher is pretty attractive, or Pete Davidson, maybe." She's like, "What about you?" And he straight up goes. Man, this girl I work with is pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, bro, who are you working with? Like Summer Rae or what? <laughs> like these crazy, like dude, just we like a waitress in, on the side. We were in Hawaii and uh, we we're playing this game on the beach, and I think it was like a truth or like it, oh, we we're playing Piccolo, and I think it was like a, like a truth or dare type thing. I don't know. So I was like, Mike. Uh, my cousin Alyssa's husband got to ask me a question, and he was like, "Kenny, like, who would like your number one hall pass be?" And I was like, 
I was like, what? I was like, I didn't even know what this meant. I didn't even know what this concept was. He was like, yeah, like, if you could just, like, get, all, like, a free pass to cheat on Lex with, like, any one girl, who would it be? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. And I just started thinking about it, and I was like, Brandy Love. <laughs> That's my girl. If you only get one, if you only get one time, picking a porn star is probably a great idea. Yeah, and you know I'm jerking on like I'm jerking five as like right before like I'm like I'm nutting as many times as I can so I can maximize how long I'm gonna last at this point. So like I'm gonna make her work for that dude. nut. Yeah, efficiency, <laughs> and then nothing is gonna come out at the end because you jerked off five times. It'll just be a little. Little cloud of dust. <laughs> <laughs> just it'll, it'll be like it. it'll it'll just sound like a clunking engine, and then a little backfire, and it'll be black smoke yeah. that pops out. <laughs> Your dick just gets like that Xbox Red Rings of Death. It's <laughs> 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 like the noise that it makes when you turn your Xbox off. Enough <laughs> about me banging porn stars. Um... <laughs> I just want to real quick give a little Premier League update. City drew this weekend. They stay in fifth. So we got Chelsea at the top. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U, all 4-1-0. And then Brighton in fourth. Four wins, no draws, one loss. And then City at three wins, one draw, one loss. Everton the same. And then Tottenham in seventh. Three wins, no draws, two losses. So, I mean... At the top, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U, four one and zero, still undefeated. Did you, oh wow? Did you see Ronaldo's uh, bicycle kick clearance the other day? Nah. Came over the top of the eighteen. It was just like a. It wasn't like a crazy ball in, but it was just like a little floater, and he was just like. I was like, all right, dude, that was like so extra. But just gonna bike this real quick. It's like when we're playing for pro clubs and our center back just throws up a crazy bicycle kick killer, and we're like, damn, dude, fucking ninja. All right, here. Ain't no problem. Uh, but then Premier League fantasy, my team is two wins, no draws, three losses. I sit in eighth. Skirtbag, one win, no draws, four losses. Damn, that's sitting tough, in dude. A, sitting in eleventh. I think Owen is in last. He's got five losses. But we got Wig, young Easy Wig at the top, five zero and zero, the only perfect team in the league. Wow, who's top three? I don't know. Wow, Wig is balling on us. Yeah, clearly. Listen, Wig, you need to fucking relax. Foden's back though. I got Phil Foden on my team. He hasn't been playing, but he's back now. All right. Got a goal today in the Carabao Cup. Carabao. Doesn't matter. Dude, this was such a winnable game. Yep. When your defense gives up 17 points, you should win football games. Yep. Like, Um, 9 out of 10 times. We had that 91-yard pass, and we got 0 points. No, the 91-yarder that we had from... I think it was from Hertz to Quez. We were like, Hertz threw it from the end zone. Oh, and yeah, we ended yeah, up yeah, inside yeah. like their 10 or inside their 5. So first of all, on the first set of downs, first and, you know the first goal to go, we get a pass interference call, and then it's first and goal on the 1. And we get 0 points. We turn the ball over. And then Jesus, San Fran dude. takes the ball from their 2 and goes and gets 7 down the other end. Like, 
That's that bad. That like, you need happen. to get points out of that. Like, even if, like, oh, dude, okay, your first fucking three plays are shit, kick a field goal. We're up 6 nothing then, right? And then at least, you know, even if you kick off and San Fran comes down and scores, which maybe they don't because they don't have the momentum coming off a of turnover on downs, like, on a pretty big one, too, because they held us, it, and then they got the de- defensive PI, which was a little point. soft, yeah. right? Like, they pretty much yeah. held us twice, um, and I'm... At least then it's six nothing, and then it's seven six if they get a touchdown instead of seven three. Right. Um. I don't know. The play calling wasn't great, but dude, I just it's remember Sirianni second game, dude. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, it's better to have a game like that now, where you know you're gonna have a lot of time left in the season. You can like fix shit like that. But like, yeah, it was so frustrating sitting there watching that game and being like, dude, we should be winning this game, like. The 49ers are not doing anything special. Like, they put up 17 against us. It was What was the final score? Like, 17 to 11 or something like that? Yeah. Yep. And I was like, dude, there were so many opportunities, so many big plays we could have had where it was either just, like, some stupid bullshit, like the fucking turnovers or Jalen Hurts just... Or, no, Jalen Rager Hurst gets just pushed like, out of bounds and then comes yeah. back in. Yeah, dude. Catches yeah. out for a touchdown and gets called back because he stepped out gets when he got back. pushed. Yep. It yeah, was just frustrating. Tough. And it's, like, I get, like, I'd rather have it happen now, earlier in the season, than later on in the season, when, like, wins mean a little bit more. But, like, that's a game you gotta win, dude. And it's way better if we're looking, starting the season off 2-0, and over, with a win over the one Niners, one. like, week two, than 1-1, one and one where it's just like, ah, kind of feel bad, like we're back to square one. Yeah. Um, um We got Brandon the Cowboys Graham next week, so, like, oh, yeah, that hurts a Ruptured lot, dude. Achilles. Brandon Brooks, yeah. he's got like a pec strain or some shit like that, so he's out for a little bit. They put Landon Dickinson in, Dickerson in there from Alabama. He's a center from college, and he was playing right guard for Brandon Brooks when he got hurt. So we'll see. He uh, this past Sunday was his first week on the fifty-three man roster. He wasn't active against the Falcons. Um, so you know, hopefully he gets a week of practice at right guard. You know, hopefully he can step up. Have a good day against yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I mean he's a he's he, he's a solid football player regardless. So I feel like it shouldn't yeah. be like anything too. Nah, I think I think he'll be all right. And I think going from center to guard is probably one of the easiest transitions to make because I feel like the the interior linemen um, are you know similar blocking schemes and you know you block in a similar way. Where when you're on the outside, when you're a tackle and you got some of those defensive ends that can really get outside Come over the top, and you, yeah. you got to drop that outside foot and like and get verticals to protect the quarterback. Like that's just a whole different style. Like when you see those like right tackles and left tackle left tackles like taking their outside leg and like kicking that bitch out like super dramatic, like just to kind of yeah. get that position. Um, but I mean, going from center to guard and you're still on the inside and you kind of have somebody it's, on it's both the sides same, to help dude, you. Is yeah, I was gonna say it's like playing center without snapping the ball. Yes. Essentially. With a little bit more of an angle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so hopefully he'll be all right. I think he will be, but we'll see. Um, I mean, the defense, they only give up 17. I, I don't hate that, right? San Fran's supposed to be the super potent running offense. You know, the, ru- the rush D still looks good. I think Debo had almost 100. I don't love that. But uh, they had like 90, 91, something like that. Uh, yeah. But we're, uh, we're away at I, Dallas next week, right? Yeah, Monday Night Football, baby. All right, um, I think so that's going to be a that. solid like, what do you, test. Like, what do you, I think Dallas. What do you think about Dallas so far this year? 
Dude, I feel like I'm at a point with them that I get every year where I'm like, maybe not last year, but like, I'm like, all right, they look good, like maybe a little bit better than I anticipated. But like, I feel like they do this every year where it's like, ooh, the Cowboys are, this is their year, like they're looking good, blah, See, I blah, blah. They and then they looked bad last week. Um, I guess the Chargers, yeah, but they, they still... barely scored. Yeah, they barely scored, but like the Chargers are a good team regardless. Yeah, the Chargers are a good team. Um, I guess it's still too early to say even say if like other than a team like the Chiefs or you know, the fucking Buccaneers. Like it's still too early to say like those types of teams like the Cowboys, even like the Forty ers and the Chargers. Like who's really good? Because it's only been two weeks. Yeah. Like the yeah, Steelers just lost to the Raiders. Are the Raiders legit? Like who knows? No, I it's think the Steelers are kind of bad. Yeah, I think that's the Steelers true. But offense is bad. Weren't the weren't the Steelers a favorite though? Yeah, but I think Big Big Ben looks like Dookie. Yeah, he does. He's looked like Dookie for a while. Old and busted. Yep, he just got hurt too. I think. Um, and their backups at quarterback are bad. Yeah. Um. I don't know, dude. I don't think Dallas looks too too good, but they don't look too bad either. We'll see. I mean. They're probably going to bring their A game against us. Um, they're kind of in the same boat as me as, like, the Redskins, dude. dude it's like, their team is structured a little different. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, dude, I'm getting canceled. Thir- 14 episodes in. Fuck. Where there goes my career? I wanted to find a new co-host. <laughs> Kyla, it's your time to shine. Hey, fuck you, I'm taking a nap. She's having, she's having none of it. She's like, I'm asleep. Yeah. Um, you expect me okay, to be on but, schedule? I can't do this. Yeah, Washington and Dallas are kind of in the same. Like, when I think of, like, a skilled team, like, they're kind of, like, I think of them as, like, the same. Yeah. And I think, like, the Cowboys... Like their quarterback have, like, situation is way different, but... Yeah, but, like, Washington has, like, a significantly better defense. Um, You know what I mean? And then... But, like, skill pieces, like, when you look at, like... I guess Dallas is a better receiving core because Curtis Samuel isn't healthy, but, like... Terry Minkle and Curtis Samuel, I think, are can be just as good as Amari Cooper. Amari and CD, yeah. And then, like, yeah, Gibson has that. that Zeke potential. Um, he, dude, Tony Pollard had a week last week, too. Tony Pollard did have a week. Um, I think he's pretty legit. Yeah. But we'll see, dude. I mean, I think... I think we got a chance against Dallas. We always do. I think we do. I, dude, I'm taking so an Eagles tough, win. Though. Right. Well, we both I'm, are. Uh, I'm probably going to pre- I might predict an L for us in this one. We both predicted dubs last week. Um, I don't know. I think that Dallas's offense is just like one step ahead of ours. Not talent-wise, but just, like, experience-wise. Development-wise, yeah. And, like, especially in, like, those divisional games where, like, it might come down to who gets the ball last, right? Like, they're kind of, like, they're always, like, closer games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to give the edge to Dallas just because of that experience. Um, but I think it's going to be close. And honestly, dude, expectations were low coming into the season, and I think they need to stay low. Like, this was Jalen Hurts' sixth NFL game. Right, this was Nick Sirianni's right. second NFL second game. Second game. Like, yeah. I think we need to kind of, like, keep those kind of things. Like, it, like this season was never – we were projected – we have the lowest projected win total in the NFC East at the start of this season. Right, like, I feel like th- this is a season for building, and, like, that's what this season always was going to be, like, a developmental season, which kind of sucks because right. I think a lot of our core pieces are aging. 
Fletch, yeah. BG, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson are aging, and those are like cornerstones. Dude, like, I it's think we're, the Eagles are in like a weird spot where it's like we were we have in a lot of like old a prime. Pieces. Yeah. Right, we were in a prime with with Carson Wentz, and then that whole thing kind of fell apart. So we're like kind of trying to like we're not rebuilding, but we're like trying to scrap everything together to get us back to where we were when we won the Super Bowl. Because yeah. pre Nick Foles, when Carson Wentz was having his MVP year, dude, the, the birds looked unstoppable. Yeah, like their defense was good. Carson was doing his thing, and we're I was just like, bro, like this could be like a low key an Eagles dynasty team, and then everything just fell apart. Uh, with our defense was and, always too old to be like a true dynasty. I'm kind of upset we let Malcolm Jenkins go. He's kind of killing it in New Orleans. I was, yeah, I was gonna Dude, say same that thing too. With we let him go too soon. We let Beadall go too soon, and he still had a lot of good years in Denver after we let him go. Yeah, um, that was sad seeing him play in Denver. Not only like with Malcolm Jenkins, like not only like was he like, a good player, like he's still like, you know, he's probably still a top ten safety in the league. Um, yeah. or let's say top twenty because every team has two safeties. But I mean, a top ten at one of the two, right? So. But I feel well, like the Bird's that, defense like has always been. Yeah, that was a like, big thing with him. He was a huge leader. Um, yeah. I feel like with the Bird's defense, though, dude, it's never like the core problem of our team. Like I'm always reliant on the Eagles' defense. Like no matter yeah. who's hurt, who's like, we just have always had like a solid defense. Where yeah, that's my thing with the, BG getting hurt. We on our sun on our first NFL Sunday, our 53 man roster had nine defensive linemen. Bro, we're crazy deep at defensive line. So, like, it sucks, yeah. dude. Love BG, but I think... We'll be you know, all right, we, I think. I think it would have been worse if we lost a key piece at a different position. Right. Um, all right, let's get some predictions for this game. Final score, what you got? Um, I'm going to say 33-30 birds. I'm going to say 27-24 Cowboys. All right. This will um, be an interesting This will be interesting to see how it plays out and talk about it on next week's episode. Yeah. I might start keeping track of like I might keep a separate record of like how we're doing so far in our predictions. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like our um, record cuz like because, like, we did our predictions at the start of the season, but we only have one difference. So it's only going to matter that one week. Yeah. You feel me? So I might start keeping yeah. a separate, a separate like, record of what we predicted um, and who was We right. should what do – I was, I was going to say we should do – so we had our predictions at the beginning of the season, right? And then yeah. we should do week-by-week week predictions. So, like, we're able to see how the team is meshing and coming together and then make a yeah. prediction before next yeah. week's game and then see how um, those records – Right now different. we're both one and one though because we both picked up Falcons. We both picked two wins. Um, yeah. So we're both one and one. But I'll get that in the docs. So we can kind of keep track of it. Okay. That. Um. Outside of the birds, is there anything you want to talk about, or we just want to get into fantasy? Uh, I'm ready for some fantasy talk. Well, All right. depending on. Yeah. I'll have we're a gonna start. Where I'm... We're gonna start with the random roommates league. So we got. So we got a big dub. We beat Bango Bango Bagani Quacktown Ducks. Thanks to mostly Derrick Henry, the dude snapped. Yeah, dude. Went so off. I mean, hey, brought us to one and one. That's huge. There's only two and O teams and two two and O teams in that league. Um, Derrick beat Carl. They both go to one and one. Lex gets her first fantasy dub against Andy. They both go to one and one. Um, a girl. 
Sophia and her boyfriend, they get a win. They go to 2-0. and They beat Luke, wow. who falls to 0-2. Clay gets a win over Waldo. Clay goes to 2-0. and Waldo's at 1-1. and Emery gets a win over Hanging with Hernandez to move to 1-1, and and Hernandez goes to 0-2. Um, Good hey, little glad, diversity in records Glad we here. got a dub. Yeah, dude. Um, I think our Damian Harris trade was pretty solid. Yeah. Did we announce? Did we do that after no. last week's episode? Yeah. So Johnny and I made a trade in Random Roommates League. We trade. We needed a running back, or we wanted a running back in RB two. So our boy Luke, he's got seventy seven running backs on his team. Yeah, he's got a milli. So we go and we trade uh, Jacoby Myers for Damian Harris. Um, that was before this week. I mean, how did each of them do this week? I think. I don't know. I think I Damian Harris outscored Jacoby Myers. Did he? I can check on that. Jacoby Myers had 7.8 points last week, and Damian Harris had 13. Yeah, so he had at least 10. I think Damian Harris, like, it depends. Though. Like, Jacoby, I don't think he's that good. Um, I think that my feelings on the Patriots wide receivers are like, there's a chance on a good week one of them gets 15. Yeah, because they're all like Mac Jones isn't the air it out, make yeah. crazy play or make crazy throws. He's gonna check down. He's gonna go for the first down. Like he's playing. He plays smart football. He doesn't really. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Damian Harris had a bulk load, dude. He had 16 carries. So. Take it. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, um, man. So in other fantasy news, I beat Riley in our coastal chicks. Uh, league we were she was she texted me she was all upset that i was gonna beat her because i had cooper cup and he snapped and i had a bunch of players left to play and i was like yeah i'm probably gonna whoop your ass like you're probably never gonna know what it feels like to win like not after this week when i when i destroy you <laughs> and then tyree kill puts up 5.9 like has a bad week um i'm losing going into monday night football but i had aaron jones who put up four tutters led me to victory against riley 40 bomb 41 bomb Fire me up. Six for six on receptions, too. Like, that's solid yep. wide receiving numbers, let alone fucking yep. running back. Yeah, I mean, like, the one was, like, his touchdowns, like a little shovel pass thing. Like, um, yeah. three of his touchdowns were technically receiving touchdowns, but they were all, like, really short dump balls for the most part. Yeah, that man um, went off, dude. Cooper Cup had a day. Yeah, he had two tutters. Um, yeah, how you looking in orchids? Bad. Mayo shitted on me. He had Derrick Henry. I, oh, I played against tough. two teams with Derrick Henry this week, and I lost both those matchups in the shop there. Um, so I'm 0-2, but I'm honestly not too concerned. Um, I put up 143 this week. I would have beat both you and Jake. Yeah, everybody would have beat me, too. I would have beat Nick by .3. Would have beat Carl. Would have beat Clay. Would have beat TJ. Would not have beaten Waldo. Would have beat Sean. Would have beat Journey. What about Emery? I literally had the third highest points this week, and I still lost because Mayo had... Um, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Outside of Derrick well, Henry, 
He had Hollywood Brown who put up 23, and he had the Bills defense who put up 22. But like, the rest oh, of his team yeah. was like pretty okay. Like Juju had 16, Kyle Pitts had 12, Keenan Allen only had 14, DeAndre 15, Ronald Jones 4, and Josh Allen 18. You know what I mean? Like outside of Derrick Henry going absolutely bonkers. Like my team wasn't great, but I would have beaten yeah, dude, every other a... team except for Waldo. Derrick Henry put up 47 fucking points. Yeah. That's wild, yeah. dude. 35 carries. Um, I had a historically bad week in Orchids. I put up 69 points nice. in a matchup against Jake. Um, other than Pat Mahomes, who had 25 points, my highest scorer was James Robinson with a fucking fat 9.4. That's horrendous, dude. Um, ter- dude, this was the worst week of fantasy football in Orchids that I've had, I think, ever. Like, I'm sitting there, we're watching 1 o'clock games, and I'm just like, damn, nobody's doing shit for me, dude. Are you scared about George Kittle? I'm definitely nervous. I'm what definitely nervous, Anderson? especially. Definitely nervous. I uh, I was telling Carl today. I was like, dude, I'm gonna see how next week goes. Depending how that goes, like I might need to start wheeling and dealing for some trades to save my yeah, season. Yeah, maybe I'm I'll not... give you a wide receiver and you can give me George Kittle because I need a tight end and Robbie Anderson is a shit RB two. Corey Davis just got you two points. Nelson Aguilar five. Yep. Yeah, you want to put your um, faith in uh, your wide receiver? No, dude, you Devin can... Singletary, though, on my bench. I just traded for him, had a nice day. Uh, Darnell Mooney had an all right I'll day. I'll give you Deontay Johnson. You give me George Kittle. Didn't Deontay Johnson just get hurt? Nope. Yeah, he did, but came back today. He's fine. Not a major injury. Snap percentages, 76, 88 targets. Well, 10, here's 12. my thing, dude. If Nine, I still had Gronk. I might do that. I don't have a tight. I don't have a tight end outside Kittle now because I was just like, it's George Kittle. He's gonna start every week regardless. How about I'll give you Jared Cook and Deontay Johnson. Jared Cook had a bad week, but he had a touchdown call back. So if you throw that touchdown, I in, did see that. I actually did watch that. Um, he would have had a decent week. I'll give you Cook and Deontay Johnson, and you give me Kittle. And Tyreek Hill. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you give me Kittle and oh fuck, Mooney. Uh, I'll have to think about. I'll have to. I'm gonna do my trade research after this week. So, if I shoot right. the bed next week and I lose and my team doesn't do shit, I'm definitely gonna be wheeling and dealing. So I will keep that in mind. All right. Because my, my running back situation is trash. Outside of Tyreek, my wide receiver is trash. George Kittle's not George Kittle this week or this year. I don't really have much on my bench other what than Singletary, you, which I'm probably going to start next week. Huh? You're sitting in sixth in the league right now. I'm all the way down in tenth with a poopy team. Yeah, I'm sitting in sixth, dude, but like, I feel like none of my players other than Mahomes and Tyreek have done anything for me. Hey I mean, man, I put up you got big a, numbers last week. You got a dub against me in Dynasty. I did. That was the only league I won in this year, or this week. Fucking um, sad Coastal, win, too. Coastal Chicks, I lost to Emery 109 to 154. Um, not gonna not gonna win most games if I put up 109 points, but no. yeah, I'm I went, 2 in that league. I lost in Orchids. I won in Random Roommates. I won in Coastal Chicks. I won in... Um, one of my home leagues, 
I won in the league that I won in last week, so I'm two and zero there. And then I won, or I lost in my other home league with my boys. But I lost to AJ. He just got engaged. Congrats, AJ and Leah. Um, Shout out AJ. I give him, give him the dub, dub for the engagement. Yeah. You know, fancy dub for the engagement. Um, but so I'm zero and two in that league. And again, in that league, I got no tight end, dude. I got tight end troubles in the leagues that I'm losing in. It's the way you're drafting. I know. Well, I mean, I didn't realize how bad like. How bad it was after like the top seven. Like the top seven tight ends are fine. Yeah, kind of trying to trade after. for Dallas Goddard. I think he might be able to turn it around. He's had a bad <coughs> first two weeks. Kind of want to trade for Goddard. That wouldn't be bad. He's he's a solid piece. Um, I feel oh, like Jake and I were talking about this yesterday. I feel like a lot of big big guys, big names in the NFL, haven't really popped off yet. I agree. There's a good opportunity like a to lot, buy low, possibly. Yeah, like. I mean, Kamara had 18 points last week, but he but he had five had only, this week. Yeah, yeah, I got so him. He's in the number 20 running too. back. Um, um, yeah, dude. Even like Robbie Anderson, like he was supposed to be a number one wide receiver. He's on getting the no targets. Though. He's not getting any targets. That's the scary thing about him, dude. Like I drafted him pretty high because I was like, dude, Sam Darnold and him played in New York. Like he's gonna be their number one guy. He's fast. He's like gives me Deshaun yeah, Jackson no, DJ vibes. DJ Moore's the one for there. Number yeah. one there for sure. Um, oh, but I'm trying to make a trade with uh, Wig for Austin Hooper. Um, he's got Austin Hooper. He's got no running backs. I got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but I'm like, dude, I'm not going to give you Clyde for Austin Hooper. That's like you're going to have to give me something more. Um, but, a lot of people are super low on Clyde right now. I know, but still for Austin Hooper, bro. Yeah. Throw in a random running back or, an, or a random wide receiver at least. Um, but I have Najee Harris and Austin Eckler in that league, so, so I'm kind of like, okay, like I'm not. Oh uh, yeah. Not you got Austin well. Eckler, Najee Harris, and Clyde. All in the same league, yeah. I went with them one, two, three in the draft. Terrible decision. I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that sounds fucking awesome. Like, is that a twelve-team league? Yeah. Wow. Um, but who do I have at wide out? At wide out, I have Mike Evans. Um, Deontay Johnson, Antonio Brown, Debo Samuel, LaVisca, Gabriel Davis, Zach Pascal, Jerry Judy, but he's on IR. Yeah. Matt Stafford's my quarterback. No tight end. I got Cole Komet at my tight end. Komet. Um, I picked up Kenny Gainwell, too. Those are my four running backs. Um, so, I mean, the team's not that bad, but it's not that good. I need a tight end. And there's a fucking yeah, tight ends. Tight ends, can, tight ends can fuck around and be... Uh, Deciders, dude. They could yeah. win you a game. Um, all right, we got to get well, moving, like, though. Yeah, we want to get into this draft. We got one more thing. Oh, we do? So we have last Wednesday's games, which were the other half that we didn't get to go through. So I'm going to run through them, um, and then just real quick, any thoughts that you have, let me know. Dortmund beats, Be- beats Besiktas. Dortmund wins 2-1 in Turkey. It's good, good, good one for Saw them. Saw that. Sheriff beat Shakhtar Donetsk 2-0 in Moldova. Okay. Moldova. Is that a little, that's a little upset? A little bit, yeah. Moldova, I looked it up, small country, south of Ukraine, north of Romania, kind of between the two. 
All right. Just, you know, if, if anybody cares. I don't know. You probably don't even know where that is. Half of the people that listen to this don't know where that is. I've got an idea. It's definitely Ukraine, it, like, borders Russia, so it's, like, Eastern mm-hmm. Europe. Um, Real Madrid get a dub. They beat Inter 1-0 in Italy. That's not a bad result. Hey, it's three points in Italy our, against uh, Inter. Dude, fucking our new boy, Kamavinia. Or Kama, Kamavinia. I don't know how to say his name. Kamavinia. Dude, he looks good, bro. He looks, like, really good. I was very, like, I knew who he was before we signed him, but I wasn't, like, familiar. Like, I never watched him other than, like, Champions League, but mm-hmm. he looks good, dude. We'll see. Um, Atletico Madrid and Porto draw 0-0 in Spain. Porto's tough. Porto's tough. tough. Atletico tough Madrid is, the, they feast on draws, bro. Yeah. Club Bruges and PSG draw 1-1 in Belgium. PSG, their first game with the M&M up front. Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. Get a fat Mbapp. draw. And then you get a draw, that's Mbapp. it. Wow. Interesting stuff. Liverpool, they beat AC Milan 3-2 in England. That's that's a fun game. That is a fun game. I wish I kind of watched that. Man City beat RB Leipzig 6-3 in Manchester. That's a fun game. Yeah. Um, Ajax beat Sporting 5-1 in Portugal. Woo! Ajax, wow. dude, coming out balling this year. They're always a good dude, team. Maybe five they're on one, one against I was Sporting. Say, maybe they're on one of those little like runs where they just have like this master class, Our super nice trio of young stars. You know who scored in the Portugal game, or for who? Sporting in that game? Who fits perfectly with our last episode that we had? Paulinho. Paulinho, Shane Paulinho. Yep. Yep. He wow, dude. Goal he said, sporting. I'm going to record this podcast and go score. And then I'm going to go get a dub in Champions League. League. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, nothing too exciting there, I guess. Whatever. It's match day one in Champions League. doesn't matter. City, they're in the group with uh, Club Bruges and PSG, so they sit on top. That's always nice. I don't know who Real's with. Are they with Atletico and Porto? Nah. Nah, they're with uh, Inter and two scrub teams, I think. Well, they just played Inter. Maybe yeah. Sheriff and Shakhtar. Maybe. But whatever, they're they're at the top of their group because they got the dub. Love it. And uh, we'll get back to you next time we have some more some more Champions League news. We got we got nothing. What next week I think is the next matchup? I have no idea. I hope so, dude. Love Champions League. I'm pretty sure it is because they're on Even international. Or no, it might be a little bit longer than that because I'm pretty sure international break is right in either now or just corner. ended. Yeah. I think it ended. I know it might be like the first half of it because I know they do like one or two weeks. Yeah, I think stop, there's another international back, break, especially in like for World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it then. All right. The random roommate draft. That's our drop. Um, that shit's not gonna get old. Especially never. The, that's it our never drop. Never will. <laughs> that's our drop. No, that's nice. <laughs> Um, so we didn't get, uh, we didn't have anybody vote on last week's. So that's fine. Um, we'll just go with the one from before that. I beat you in the celebrity hang sesh. Um, yeah. so this week we're drafting best sports brands logos. Um, and we're including players in here. So you know, sports brands or like a player's specific logo. Um, this is a tough one cause there's like a bunch that I like, but I think there's enough. I think. I'm going to let you go first, and I'll, I'll take the 2-3 turn. You're going to let me go first? Yeah, yeah. Who do you want first okay. off the top? All right, well, I'm going, like, this is 
clear as day. I'm going with Nike, number one. All right. Um, I think, dude, when somebody sees a Nike swoosh, like, everybody knows what that is. They know, like, what brand it is. Like, it's just so iconic. And it's so clean. Yeah. Like, I thought before before MLB started this year, like, all the jerseys didn't have, like, the Nike swoosh because they all have – I guess Nike has, like, a contract with MLB where they make all the jerseys now. So, okay. like, the Yankees pinstripes, like, in Yankees world were, are considered sacred. Like, there was not, you're not supposed to put anything on it other than, like, the logo and your number and then, like, obviously, like, the patch that they do for the year. Um, so, like, when they released the, the Nike swoosh jerseys over the pinstripes, everybody was like, yo, this is whack, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, it kind of looks pretty clean, dude. Like, Nike's just, yeah. like, the fucking goat of sports. It's just like, iconic, dude, and, and it is. It's so, so iconic. clean. It's yeah, so and it's so it's so simple, dude. It's just literally a nice little swoosh, and it's just like gets the point across, and everybody knows what it is, and that's it. Um, I think that's a good pick for my two. Like I, I texted you this. I'm gonna do mostly players. Um, I'm gonna actually share my screen while we go through this so that people can see. People can see can see what um our things are so we're gonna go back to this jt i'm doing um Kawhi leonard Kawhi. um he's got that kl the claw this john where it's the kl oh, it's the claw fresh, and he's got the hand and you know how kawaii has got those huge fucking crazy hands, hands? Yeah. yeah so i had to go Kawhi. i think this one's so fucking dope like and it's like the claw thing it just all it's all tied in so well so i'm taking Kawhi. I've never seen that before, but that's awesome. Yeah, there was, like, a big dispute about it. He, like, Nike used it, and then he said that he tried to get, like, copyright infringement. Ended up losing. Um, and then with my next pick, I'm taking uh, the Jordan logo. Ah, you son of a bitch. You right, like, me. like I think right up there with Nike. Um, yeah. It's super iconic. It's one of the most well-known logos that isn't necessarily a brand in itself like jordan's not a brand they're like a you know just a line within nike really but they've become right. so big that they're just so it's so well known everybody um, yeah dude i mean the jordan logo is like you said up there with nike yeah it's so iconic um, dude so you can get two now how many do you want to do i got a lot of good ones written down here i was just gonna do four each four's good with me all right all right take your next two um all right, so this one, uh, I have two in mind of, like, the same category, but I know that when I pick one, I'm not going to want to take the next one with my next pick. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with Rawlings. That's, like, the epitome. When I see Rawlings, dude, like, my mind instantly go takes me back to, like, Little League or, like, high school baseball. Yeah, and, this like, R... Yeah, yeah, especially with the red patch, dude. Yep, this one right like, here is super iconic. Or yeah, like this you, this right here. Yeah, with the black stitching over top of it, dude. When you see that on a glove, like, you know it's, like, a legit piece of leather. Like, it just yeah. always has, like, they just have a feeling to them where, like, I would go to Dick's and, like, try on all the new Rawlings gloves, dude, and it would be yep. just awesome. Yep, like, yeah, Rawlings is, nice a good, is a good one. Especially because I'm... I'm baseball bias but it's just clean um yeah hmm for my next pick i mean there's one obvious one but i don't want to be i don't i don't want to just take that just to take it take whatever um, you want bro 
Alright, I'm gonna go Under Armour logo. Under Armour? Yeah. Alright. I think that's like a lesser tier Nike. Yeah, like, I, I agree. remember back in the back in the day, um, like seventh, eighth grade, or even up up to like through high school sports, like when you had the Under Armour on, dude, and it was like that real tight, like just like under like shirt where you could put under yeah. everything. Yeah. And it had like the some of them had like the little half collar and then the Under Armour logo right here. Like that was some of the most fun times. Like wearing that when like on like a cold, crisp fall soccer day like and get yeah. ready for your game yeah there's like a like, certain vibe better, that comes dude. with like an old school under armor right um all right i'm going no actual brands in this i'm going to all people um i want to take uh the d rose logo i saw this today i was doing a little bit of research i found the d rose logo the john's so hot really uh-huh Dude, the D inside oh, well, the Oh, Rose. I've seen that before. Yeah, I've Bro, definitely seen that before. Derrick Rose, that's a fire fucking logo, my man. Yeah, that is cool. Um, And then I have a bunch that I really like. Um, And this is a really, really tough decision to make. But I'm going with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, that's a good pick, dude. That is a um, great pick. I actually forgot this was Ken Griffey Jr. I googled Swingman logo, but like, bro, come on, he's fucking just obviously he's yurking yeah. it. Look at the back. I mean, pass. dude, he's, he has. He's the got most the hat on backwards in the picture. In the picture, he's got the hat on backwards. Like, yeah, he has the most iconic baseball swing of all time, and the dude, fact that he turned it into so, a logo is so just nice. awesome. Um, look at, so I look at the favorite. MLB one. That's dope. The MLB logo, but it's Ken Griffey Jr. with the backwards hat. Yeah, I like that too. That's cool. So I, I got Kawhi, Jordan, Derrick Rose, Ken Griffey Jr. You've got Nike, Rawlings, Under Armour, and... Uh, this is tough because there's so many that I kind of want to go with. Do I want to go with a player? I don't have any players, right? Nah. Um. Alright, fuck it. I'm going... LeBron James logo, the King yeah. Brown. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that one. I actually didn't put it on, uh, my list, but I do like that one. That was one of the first ones I thought of, especially since I used to have his. But yeah, the crown yeah, is the nice. The crown is cold, dude. Especially when you see because those on like a King pair James. of socks or like a pair of like his shoes. Yeah, dude. So you got Nike, Rawlings, Under Armour, King James. I got Kawhi, Jordan, D Rose, Ken Griffey Jr. Um. There's a bunch of other ones that I want to highlight real quick. Um, okay. Obviously, Kobe's on the list. His logo's so dope, I got it yatted on my arm. Right? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That logo's fire. Uh, Ronaldinho, I really wanted to pick him. Oh, what's his logo like? Maybe I've seen it. Um, it's like the R10. It's like a cursive R with a 10. Uh, like this. Or like this. Oh, I've never like even this. seen that before. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I like I like that one a lot. Um, Pele, have you seen his? I like the Pele logo, but I actually didn't put that one on my list. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I've seen that on like. He cleats. has his own like cleats. He, had it on his he has cleats. his own cleats. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roger Federer, he has one that's super clean. Um, it's like a. It reminds me of like a super fancy watch. Like, tell oh, me that's dude, not like that an is, expensive. That is like some brand. Gucci. Like, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, um, so I liked his. I thought that was super clean. 
Uh, Tigers. Oh, Tigers is with classic. the TW. I like just because yeah. I like the way it fits so nicely. Um, what is that oh, mug? Look at that mug. <laughs> oh my god, that's. <laughs> Let's see. I wanted a specific one. Oh, like this one, the Leaf Adidas one. Oh, with the Leaf, yeah. I like that. Um, there's one other one that I didn't write down, but I like is the Mellow. I like this, this Mellow logo. Is that Lamelo Car- Ball or Carmelo? No, Carmelo. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So those are the those were the guys that I had. Um, I don't know if this one would have counted because it's not like I mean I guess it's like sports logo, but I was gonna say ESPN. Yeah, like that's pretty I iconic. Let that count. Yeah, that one's pretty iconic. Um, there was one other one. Oh, the Steph Curry logo. Yeah, I like Steph's. I like yes. KD's too, low key. Yeah, this is somewhat is similar nice. to the Roger Federer one, where it's just like his initials, but KD. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and also, I, I don't know if this would have counted, but like it's like a, a sports accessory, I guess you would say. But the Beats logo. Ooh, yeah. That yeah, I like fire. the Beats logo. Yeah, it's that pretty clean, fire. pretty basic. All right, well, that's fun. We'll get it. We'll get a little. Got it. You got to get a fucking thing going. Make sure you can put all the logos on the thing, and we'll get it up on the, the thing. People can vote on the thing. All yeah. Right. yeah, I can do it at work tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, mm. that's gonna do it for episode fourteen. All here at a random roommates podcast. You go follow, subscribe, like, leave your reviews or whatever. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Um, you know, we got us podcast, on podcast. Instagram, at the Random Roommates. Twitter, Random Room Pod. We're on YouTube. Go We're find us. TikTok. Go interact with us. Go vote on who you think had the best thing. And then uh, come back next Wednesday for episode 14. After the birds, we had a great dub against the boys. Peace. Fucking go, baby.